In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Our passion point at GirlfriendIt is to rally others to do the remarkable. So when we find an army of girlfriends who are doing just that, we can get crazy excited about it. Today we are talking with women from all across the U.S. who are gathering other women together to make a mark on our culture. Well, welcome to Girlfriend It, a great place to connect and girlfriendify your life. We are Lisa and Patty, although today we are just Patty because Lisa took off to Israel. Apparently, she wanted to go swimming in the Jordan. So we are going to miss her. I know I am. But we have Carrie, our sound engineer, and uh, maybe we can get a few words from her. She can pipe in, but... I doubt it. Maybe she's crying too much, but Lisa's not here. We are packed, though, with a show full of amazing women. And to start out today, we have Monica, who is part of a group called Moms for Family TV. So, Monica, why did you first get involved in this organization, and what is it all about? Hi, everyone. Um, this is a great organization, Moms for Family TV, and... I really got involved. A friend of mine talked to me about it. I have two young sons, um, nine and six, and my first grader was going off to school, and I was really looking for something to do um, that would really give me inspiration and be able to help others. So um, they've been wanting to watch more TV, and I want to be able to watch it with them. And this gave me the opportunity to talk to my kids about what we're watching and to promote it to other families and other organizations. Well, I think this is awesome. I, I know I have three children, and it's crazy. Between interaction with the culture, media, and just their peers, they're saying that this year alone our teen- teenagers will be exposed to 100,000 messages about sex. <laughs> and wow. I know that um, in watching some of the movies, just this weekend we were up at the sand dunes, and I thought, I'm just going to go pick up a movie so we can watch, you know, we stay in a little trailer up in the, you know, riding quads in the dunes, and at nighttime, just it's kind of fun to have something to do. And it was just full of that. It, I can't even think of the name of it, but with some dad telling his daughter all about his, you know, wild life of how he found, you know, her mother or something. And um, the whole time you're having to talk about, is this conversation... A, is this a dialogue that you, a father would normally have with their daughter? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, because you're having to, you know, trying to decode everything of, of what's being said. And it does, it makes you angry that you can't pick up a movie anymore. 
Yeah, it certainly does. And that's why Moms for Family TV is working together um, to promote these great family movies that are coming out. And we really just want to share the message that these are powerful stories uh, with real-life empathy and compassion in them. Um, They highlight principles. Um, that we can facilitate healthy dialogue with our kids and really messages that we want our kids to learn, but they're fun messages. It's not something that's going to bore your family or your kids. Everybody will like um, the movie A Walk in My Shoes, which is coming out on December 3rd on NBC. So there's so many great um, messages that we want to get across to these families that, that everyone will enjoy. Well, you guys are what we would call corporate chiropractors. In other words, you don't have to go in and do some major surgery, but you realign and recognize, you know, what's out of place. And right now, we I think we are really out of place with the shows that are offered on television and the movies. So that's just so neat that you're coming along and trying to, to realign it. And that's what it's going to take. It's going to take an army of women to come together to go, we can't stand it no more, basically, that whole right. Thing. <laughs> right, and what we, what we're hoping to do is just spread the word as a grassroots effort about um, moms making a call for better television, and the the media needs to know that there are people out there that really want better TV for our families, and what we need is. Um, people to watch these shows and movies, and hopefully a series will develop out of it. I've spent so much time watching Cosby Kid with my fam- Cosby, Cosby Show with my family growing up on the couch. We'd all sit together and hang out and watch together, and there's really nothing like that on TV anymore for families to laugh together and enjoy together, and we're hoping that some of these movies produce um, a series that families can enjoy together at 8 o'clock on a Friday night or something like that, and people can really get into the message and spread it with their friends. So we need to send that message to advertisers and to the media that this is what we want. And you do that by tuning in and and watching these shows and supporting it. Yes, absolutely, so we can get the ratings up. Um, That is so funny because we used to watch the Cosby show as well. And um, (laughs) do you remember Three's Company? Oh, yes. That when that show came out, that was like taboo. Like we weren't allowed to. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> that was an adult show, and now I mean, you wouldn't even think twice. It's like your kids would watch it, and not even blink an yeah. eye. At oh yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Dukes of Hazard because Daisy's shorts were too short. <laughs> um, this is really, really, really sad because I would I was way overboard. My poor son couldn't watch Rugrats because I thought that Angelica had such a bad attitude. Oh, she did, and I was just not a good role model for my little child to watch her her bad attitude. And um, I had a wake up call when um, one day I guess they were watching the Rugrat movie. You know, they go to Paris or something, and um, they couldn't get a hold of me. So they when Garrett. Um, I think he was in, like, first grade. They were watching it, and she, he said, my mom won't let me watch this show. <laughs> he put him in another room, and he had to sit there and do crafts or whatever Why the whole entire first grade, um, all the classrooms gathered together to watch this movie. And I, I felt horrible that he was isolated that way, and I really didn't know that much about Rugrats. I had only watched it a couple times and didn't like her attitude. So it's, <laughs> it's funny how now you look back and you're going, I am so sorry <laughs> that you had to sit in a room <laughs> Crap. 
was it that big of a deal? But it is. It's something that you feel like, you know what, I don't want kids mimic so much of what they see on TV. And you don't want them mimicking a bad attitude. You know, you want them to learn a good lesson from what they're watching. And it doesn't have to be in a boring way. You know, there's there's so many um, great themes in this upcoming movie that families can enjoy. The kid plays basketball and he's a skateboarder um, and he works really hard at a job. So it's, it's, um, it's those kind of things that you want to reinforce with your kids, not how to be whiny because they're already good at that. <laughs> well, and I think it would be really neat if someone w- would create, I, you know, once again, it goes back to being that chiropractor. You know, you don't have to dive in and, and start doing surgery, but just realigning things of um, having some of these shows with a little conversation piece that you can talk with your family afterwards because we just don't even do that that family time together. Right. So some of these shows that, um, an example for me is Glee. My daughter and her girlfriends will come over and watch Glee, and I thought it was, um, you know, just a show about these music kids that come together. Well, I happened to sit down and watch it with him, and I was horrified. Yes, I know. I've had a lot of parents tell us that, too. Yeah. And and yet it was getting such good ratings and, you know, the publicity on it. Well, that you know, silly me to, to believe the lie that this was an appropriate show. And then it's really hard because how do you pull that back when they've kind of made this their gathering where all the girls are coming over and watching it? So... You know, they're 15, so they're old enough now at this point. I'm sure they see worse at school and everywhere else, but you would almost need um, a great dialogue afterwards to go, okay, what part of the show is appropriate? Where where would this lead them if they, you know, go this direction? I don't know, just something to discuss. Yeah, and we are going to have that on our website, the Moms for Family TV um, website, after our, our movies. We will have discussion facilitation, which will... Um, you know, hopefully lead into some good questions that families can talk about. Um, and which leads me to a next thing, too. Um, on our website, we're going to have a an essay contest that moms and 8th grade and ninth grade students can get involved with. And it just talks about the main central um, line of the movie. What um, have you a life-changing event and how it has affected you. And um, that would be a great way for families to discuss um, something that has, you know, walking in someone else's shoes and changing their life and how has this life-changing event, what has it taught you? Wow. I love that. I think there is such a void there and such a need for that. That is really, really neat. And then would you also have on your site – it's almost like you wish you could kind of rate some of the shows that are out there right now. Yeah, we're, you know, um, we are talking about that. There's a lot of companies that do stuff like that currently, um, but we need to, um, we are, you know, since we're so new, we're just exploring those opportunities now. And, you know, they have the Y14 and the Y7 and all that stuff on the shows currently, but some of that I certainly like Glee, again, is is a show that um, might be a little bit um more aggressive than some people with 14-year-old kids would want their kids to see. So, yeah, we are talking about getting more reviews out there for, for the shows and because um, this next movie is really more eight, eight or nine and up, um, definitely. It's could because it's got more deep um, 
a more of a deep theme that um, families can discuss. It wouldn't be appropriate for a five-year-old. They w- it would, it's not inappropriate. It, they just wouldn't get it as much. Right. But, yes, that is something that we've discussed, and I would love to explore a little bit more for future. Well, it is so hard with the ratings because um, when you see the PG-13, some of the PG-13 can be appropriate and you can dialogue through it. And then I think they, they put the PG-13 can more viewers watch it. And then since they are allowed to do certain things, then they go ahead and throw it in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's just crazy how some PG-13s are appropriate and others you go, this should be rated R. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like they need a, another step in there, PG-12, PG-14. You know, because that tween age is what's so sensitive. When you're 12, you're still, I feel like, so vulnerable and young. And then, you know, when you're more 15, you can handle some of that stuff. So it's almost like they need a whole other section in there. Exactly. Well, thanks, Monica, and we will have you right back after the commercial. Great, thanks. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinlock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Togginap.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. 
And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome back. We are talking with Monica with Moms for Family TV, and this is a national group. So, Monica, tell us a little bit about what the, the actual mission is for uh, Moms for Family TV. Well, um, Moms for Family TV is it's a national group of moms, and we are working to support and encourage companies that create entertainment options for families where they can enjoy television together. So we work with partner organizations, and we are grassroots efforts spreading the word um, to expand the efforts of these companies. So we want to see more TV programs that families can enjoy together, and we really are looking, you know, to spread the word, get out there, and our mission is to hopefully um, engage as many families and moms as possible to um, view these family-friendly movies and shows. Well, so do you guys, um, within your mission, it's talking about going into organizations Mm-hmm. Do you do you actually go there and ask for like financial support, or are you going there um, actually into Hollywood to say this is what moms are wanting? Well, I haven't made it to Hollywood yet, but <laughs> we are working with a lot of nonprofit organizations that work with families and children, and we are just asking them to support our mission. Um, we don't have a big budget at this point, um, so we look for companies that will, or organizations that will support us and just help spread the word via Facebook, their um, website, newsletters, um, any other way that they feel like they can reach their mission. Because a lot of these organizations may have 10,000 members, and if they just simply take the time to send an email to their group, hey, watch this movie, support this mission, um, we can really get a broad group of people across the nation um, this way, and and we really feel like it's a great way to spread the word, and so we've had unbelievable support from these organizations across the country, so it's been great. I love that, Monica, and I I agree. I think that if, and and I know a lot of it does happen within women, but obviously it it can go across men and women. I know we just recently had um, Nancy Stafford, and, and she said there's some amazing things going on in Hollywood with people stepping up and wanting some good, wholesome um, movies and television shows. So I really do think this is going to have an impact when the people are saying, this is not what we want to watch. It, and you know what's crazy about that is they have, like I know Disney's coming out with a show, Tangled. Yes. Uh-huh. Shows that, that we cannot wait. That's coming out November 24th. And I know we've been um, publicizing that on in our newsletter um, they had invited uh, us to go to their premiere and, you know, do the survey and all that. And if we can get, you know, even Disney, some of these guys to go, okay, quit swing, swinging the pendulum the other way. We really do want to watch a really neat, wholesome show without all the junk in it. So Exactly. And that's the nice thing with Walmart and P&G backing these projects. You know, they, they are, you know, there's appropriate advertising then, and that's really important, too, because a lot of times you can be watching something and a crazy commercial comes on and you're thinking, oh, boy, <laughs> do I want my kids to hear this or see this or be exposed to this? So um, it's all been very um, uh, done very nicely and very appropriate to families. Yeah, that is neat. I know you you mentioned a walk in my shoes. Um, mm-hmm. 
Tell us a little bit more about that one and some of the themes that are in some of the movies. I watched the trailer for A Walk in My Shoes, and to our listeners out there, I would encourage you to get on uh, Moms for Family TV, and you can just click right on the, the trailer for A Walk in My Shoes. I'm excited for this movie. This, this looks fabulous. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, the movie is really a great movie. It's December 3rd, and it's um, about this stressed-out high school teacher, and she has a student, Justin, who is really it's showing no interest in school, lack of effort, and he's a popular kid who loves skateboarding and basketball, but he's underperforming in his class, and she has no idea why, but he won't get his work done, so she has to suspend him from the basketball team, and um, the mom gets really upset because she just can't believe that her son um, has, has, this has happened to him because basketball is his life. Well, what the teacher doesn't know, and I don't want to tell too much of the story, is there was a tragedy in his life, and um, they're all working really hard to make ends meet in, the, in, in Justin's family. And um, they have the opportunity to switch roles, the teacher and the mother, and walk in um, the other's shoes. And it's really a powerful message where they talk about struggle and um, how you don't know what's going on with your neighbor next door. Um, their life could be very different than what you're, what you're thinking. And so she's personally judged and criticized these people, the teacher, when in essence there is, a, there is a reason why the child has struggled so much. So it really talks about empathy and, um, you know, watching, walking in someone else's shoes and acting with kindness and compassion versus criticism and prejudice. So it's a great movie. It's entertaining for the kids. I loved it as an adult. Um, it really is neat. It, it's a really great um, opportunity for families to sit down and watch together. So that's our upcoming one in December. And I have to, on a side note, the gal that um, is the actress in there, is she the same one from... Three Men and a Baby? Yeah, Nancy Travis, uh-huh. Nancy Travis, okay. Because she kind of evaporated for the last, whatever, 15 years. Yes. <laughs> and yes. then when you see her, it's the, the mannerisms and the energy is the same, but you're going, is that really her? I couldn't figure it out. So, <laughs> okay, that's the same gal from Three Men and a Baby. She's, she's yeah. kind of come back. I've seen her in a couple other things recently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She does a great job in the movie as well. Well, um, what what age groups? I know you talked a little bit about, um, you know, it would be really neat to have, instead of just PG-13, you could rate them PG-12, 13, 14, 15. Um, what age groups are the movies usually geared toward? We're, this one is definitely, it's a little bit deeper theme, so maybe nine and up, eight, eight or nine and up. Um, the previous movies we had, The Jensen Project, that could have been a little bit younger. It had a sci-fi theme on it, and that is um, another great movie that they produced as well. Um, our next movie in January is called Change of Plans, and it features uh, Felicia Rashad, and um, it's a great movie as well. Um, that is probably, you know, that, that tween age group there that, that you know, not to, a five-year-old probably wouldn't grasp the whole concept of it. But, you know, we try to get that age group where kids are really starting to understand certain issues and things in their lives. Mm-hmm. Well, I know um, the Hallmark Channel is also a good – my sister and I were just having a conversation last night because for Christmas her husband bought her the, the Hallmark 
channel on, on television, and so she was so excited about that. And <laughs> hey, this is really sad that this is something that we would get excited about to finally get a channel that you know that you can kind of feel confident in what you're going to watch is going to be somewhat okay. Um, do you guys work with them at all, or so far we have not. Mm-hmm. Um, we have just really stuck with um, the current movies since we just started doing this. Um, that um, these family movies. There's about six more that will um, air within the next year. So. Um, we've really just been working with these family movies on NBC, and then the next one will be on Fox. So it's really just basic, been, basically the network TV at this point. Yeah. Well, it's always interesting to us. Um, we have so many women that, that come to us, and they have these great ideas, and they sit down and go, where do we start? And we, we are all about, um, you know, our, our whole mission statement is, is rallying others to do the remarkable. So... If you could just kind of explain how you guys, you know, how you actually started to, to create this movement and get this organization going. And, it, it, and I know it usually starts where you have this holy discontent or this void that you need to fill or you, you see something, but then what's your next step? That's a great question. Um, you know, I talked a little bit about um, a friend of mine coming up to me and saying, hey, you know, what about this idea? Are you ready to jump in? And, you know, I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I was in marketing previously. So all of us moms have had some sort of marketing experience and um, are, are not really in, uh, we're not in the workforce currently, uh, wanted to dabble part-time and have that flexibility. And this has allowed all of us to have that flexibility but feel good about our mission and really um, it, it, basically started small and then has grown to a group of us. There's 12 of us right now. And um, just really sticking with what we believe in, in promoting good family television and spreading the word. So it's all been a lot of research on our part. Um, We've researched a lot of these organizations that we felt like would align nicely with our group and getting in there and just staying consistent because you do get knocked down. There are people that say, hey, we'll help you, but it's going to cost a lot of money or this or that. And those are the hard things that, um, you know, the, the struggles you may face, but it's just keeping keeping positive with your mission, I think, and really believing in what you're doing. And our Moms for Family TV group really does believe that we are doing something good and we are trying to pave the way for other shows and other um things that may come about to present to families. And it's really been a great experience for all of us. Well, we have two minutes left, Monica. The time just flies by. But I know it does. <laughs> this kind of conversation, because I, I really do think you guys have, have met a huge void here in our in our culture. But what do you, at, when you guys get together, when this group gets together, do you do it through conference calls? Do you, do you pretty much all live in one area? How well... We do a conference call weekly, and we um, a lot of us live in Cincinnati, but we do have people in Nashville, um, in California, and um, we do have people um, through, scattered throughout. So we just um, talk through our successes and things that have worked, things that haven't worked, and, and really kind of try to come up with some new ideas on how to get the word across to people. 
and we do, you know, email each other. We have a great database that we keep track of things, and it's been a nice, rewarding, and flexible opportunity for all of us. Well, that is, it's just um, exciting to hear that there is a group of moms that care so much about what our kids are watching that you guys are are rallying together to do this. And we just thank you, Monica, for being on the show. And if you have any questions or want to find out a little bit more about Moms for Family TV, check out GoFriendIt.com and you can click right on. Thanks, Monica. Thank you. This is Girlfriend on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. Hi everybody, this is Pete Dix of Beatles and Beyond. You're listening to George Harrison jamming in the background here as I'm preparing the next show for you. So why don't you listen to Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix on this radio station. Innovation and insight, problems and solutions, capitalizing on your ideas and efforts. That's all a part of Changing the World One Invention at a Time with Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Rick will be sharing stories of innovation, invention, inspiration, and overcoming obstacles with guests who have been there, done that, and are doing that. Rick will be asking the right questions, helping you identify the real problems, and showing you how to act on your ideas by increasing consumer confidence, and more importantly, increasing your confidence to act on your ideas. For even more information, go to thinktech, that's T-E-K, globally.com. Then join us as Rick and his guests teach us how to develop new ideas and create new products, new businesses, new jobs. And together, let's get our economy growing again. It's changing the world one invention at a time. With author and inventor Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. We are back with Deanna Cohen, founder and president of The Next Big Zing. She's also co-host to Believe in Your Fairy Tale and Your Zing Will Come. Deanna, how are you this morning? Okay, I love that fairy tale and your zing will come. How did you come up with this business idea? Well, the radio show you mean, our concept for the radio show? Just the whole concept of your next big zing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, um, I am sure I'm like many of your girlfriends. I watch Oprah, right? <laughs> and one day back in 07, I was watching, and the two young guys from YouTube were on, and they were talking about how they had just sold to Google for $1.6 billion in, in stock options. And I thought, gosh, I could take a little piece of that pie, just a tiny piece, and that's how it was born. I swear to God, 
it was just this epiphany of I was an inventor. I had created products, and I always stopped short of the big idea of the next big thing, you know. And so I knew if I could help others, maybe that was my mission in life. And so that's how it came to me. Well, how did you, what, what type of things were you already inventing? Oh, gosh. I had invented um, a front door sign that t- with this really cute caricature of a baby that said, shush, please knock, I'm sleeping. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, when you have little babies in the house and the doorbell rings from the UPS guy and the baby wakes up from it. So I had come up with that idea. Never, I, I never got it out into the market. It's still sitting in a filing drawer downstairs. Yes. Right? And I had a couple of, I had these great bibs with the same baby, like, um, it was called Baby Babble, and the the baby didn't speak, right? So it said, I'm too cute for words, baby doesn't play that airplane game, and they were really cute. And, you know, they. I would love it if somebody wants to get a hold of me. I would be happy to take royalties from any of these ideas. <laughs> It is really hard to to get your idea out there, and you're right. There's so many women that, and especially now with the economy, when it took a dive, where so many of the men were out of jobs, so the men, the women were having to be creative and and stepping up and trying to. A lot of small business started going on, and it through the internet, it's it's a little easier to start your own boutique and and put some of those products on there. Well, that's right, and that's what the next big thing is all about, those products that you mentioned, those those mompreneurs and dadpreneurs, too, that have developed a product mostly out of need, right? And and so I find them. I make sure that they have one of those really cool, compelling stories about how they create a product, and then they ship me their product to review on camera so all the – products are reviewed by me or people that I bring on that are appropriately, you know, of age or, you know, demographically appropriate. And then we post the edited video so people can see it, and then they can buy the products through the next big thing. See, that's great because it is. It's all about how you're going to market it. You can put it on your site, but if you don't have a database, if you don't have people, you know, being driven to your site, then you, you can't. Sell it. So that's right. great that you're putting it all together, and then people will drive to your site, and everybody can work together to accomplish that same goal. So that yeah. that is really neat. Um, so let's say, okay, th- here's an example. I had this idea for a, a game, and it was this girlfriend game, and it was a combination of would you rather to all these different uh, like diva questions and just fun, interactive, almost like an you know icebreaker. You could use it as an icebreaker, or you can use it just with a bunch of girlfriends that are out for the night and getting to know each other better. Great idea. Soon after, I saw it in a store. It was the the diva goddess game or something. Ah. <laughs> but you know what? There's a gas station on every corner. If you there really is. want it out there, you could put it out there and. There's nothing new under the sun. It's just tweaking it and putting a different cover on it, and you have different questions. You know, it's it's still a product that you could you know put out there. Absolutely. But what would what would I do? How could you? I'm just I'm using me as an example because there are other women up there that are going. Yes, I have this idea. Yeah, so, absolutely. Well, be the next. That, go ahead. 
I'm just asking, what would be the next step to, to get it on your site? That's such a great, great question. You know, if you just have an idea, obviously the first thing that you need to do is to, you know, do a patent search to see, you know, and again, a game, like you said, that's more trademarked the name. And you can go out and either search for distribution channels through an existing game company, and then they just pay you back royalties, and then you can walk away and not have to do all the work. But most likely, people aren't wanting to do that from the get-go because it's their baby, right? Yeah. So, you know, make a prototype. And the beauty of the Internet is that now you get to Google, you know, how to get a board game made. And there's companies, there's printers, there's, you know, companies out there that that's what they do. And then you research it. And obviously, you know, quantity is king. So the more that you produce the less your cost is to manufacture, and you want to, you know, get some comparatives of other games that are out there and, you know, make sure that your um, cost to produce, your wholesale and your retail, that you're making the right margins. And then you start, you know, you get it produced, and then you start taking pictures and you start sending it out to press and bloggers. There's tons of mommy bloggers out there that will review products. And then you send it to the next big zing, and we will uh, we'll review it. And we will, as of 2011, we're going to actually be selling the products on our site through a dropship program. So, you know, that's the key. You have to make sure that your margin is there. And, and it does play back to that larger quantity ordered first will help you make the most money. And, you know, so you have to make an investment. Okay, so... Because that, that was really, really good information, and you went really fast with that. So I make the prototype. I research on YouTube, you know, figure out what it looks like to put the game or whatever the product is. Um, I take pictures. I put it out to moms that are blogging or um, other organizations, and then I can send it to you. Do I use the, uh, the nextbigzing.com or the project uh, ProjectZing.com. Well, great question because there is a side business that we just launched this week. Thank you for mentioning it. And that's like a Groupon. So if you really want to, you know, get the word out really fast to a lot of people, Project Zing is a deep discount site um, where we try and get products at 50% off retail. And we do a, a daily or a weekly push to get those products out. Um, and, and that's for, you know, what we call in the advertising world a lost leader. So you're really not going to make a ton of money on Project Zing, but you're going to get the exposure and you'll make, you know, you'll make some money, but it's more of an advertising vehicle. Um, you would send it to us for both, you know. If it made sense from, from the next big Zing, most likely it will make sense for Project Zing as long as you have the right margins. Okay, so your your passion is obviously you like to create things. Have you been so busy now with um, doing you know radio and the next big zing, having the website that you're not able to create, or do you consider this your your creative passions are are being able to be, your gifts are utilized by doing these other things? Oh my God, you know I wish I wish that I had the time in the day to do both, but I don't and. I actually had a, a client of the next big thing in this company called uh, Baby Bottle Pets, which are so cute. They have these, like, plush um, stuffed animals that go around a baby's bottle so that the baby can actually hold on to it and, you know, have a little toy afterwards. 
And I had presented to him, and, you know, you're giving me a good reminder call that I should call him and talk about um, some of the products that I had presented to him as to get royalties from my products so that they stay alive. And then another product that I did um, create were these um, embroidered designs, and I have a girl right now who's getting ready to utilize my embroidery designs. Um, so her, her business is called Kadoodles. So I'm excited for that, too. So they are slowly coming. You know, I talk them up to my clients. I'm not afraid to because they always look for new ideas. And why not, right? Exactly. Well, what makes a good zing? Like when you say <laughs> you, you're looking at some of these products that get sent to you, how do you know that they've gone out there, they've blogged it, they've put it out there into, you know, into cyberspace, and this is a good thing to, to put on your site. You know, I mean, I'm sure you're the same way when you go shopping, Patty, that you have like a certain style that you personally like, and that's how it started. It started with, you know, the things that I like, and I have a, as my husband says, a very upscale uh, palette. <laughs> so <laughs> most of the things that I enjoy are things that are cool and unique and trendy, and, you know, some of the products I just put on the site because the story behind the inventor is so cool. Um, so what, to answer your question, what makes a great zing? That's to be left up to them sending that to us for, for me to really decide. I mean, it has to – I've gotten products in my house, in my business, that sound so good, and then when we get it here and we test it, my kids tested this, I'm not going to say the name, but a, a board game for – kids and they're like this is boring mom yeah I'm like come on try it it's such a cute idea it was like incorporated sports with math and and he's like no my younger son said no so it, it does have to get an approval you know because if it doesn't approve by my kids or myself or people i know then how is it in my mind gonna do well out in the marketplace well and that that is such um a, a, a great comment because I know I had a good friend that wanted to do this like family conversation during dinner time and stuff, and I read through it and I thought this is fabulous. And then you test it with your own kids, and they're going, "This is a great idea, but it's it's so manufactured. It, you know, we're not going to sit here and tell you, you know, our deepest thoughts at two o'clock that took place today, right? <laughs> so <laughs> what seems like such a great idea, you know, for our mom. Um, by the time it transforms into the kids' thoughts, they're going, no, I'd rather just talk and have a conversation rather than having it so manufactured. So you're right. It's it, what seems like a fabulous idea if you haven't done all the testing and the research on the on the ones you would be using it on, it might not be such a fabulous, great zing. Right. But right. We have one minute, um, Deanna. What would be just a great tip for the listeners to just encourage them to put their zing out there? You know what? You got to believe in it, and you have to let the naysayers walk away because there's going to be a million of them. And if you truly believe that you have a great idea, and that you can get it produced and marketed, and that you have the money to back it up, it takes a lot of work. So don't be afraid, but recognize that it's not an easy thing to do. Well, I love that, and you're so right. Sometimes it's so easy to let the naysayers. And that can happen at the first time you open your mouth. You tell it to friends and it gets flushed. So thank you, Deanna. You're and welcome. All right. Bye, Patty. Bye. 
Thank you. This is Girlfriend on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Kirk Deswalt. And learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Togginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com. So you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field. So more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Togenet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on Togenet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. This is such a treat to end our show with Robin Jones Gunn. She is an award-winning, best-selling author of over 70 books with over 4 million copies sold worldwide. She's a God lover, a storyteller, and Robin is best known for her Christy Miller series for teens and popular Sister Chicks series for women. Robin, we are so excited to have you. Patty, hi. How are you? Great. And I have to tell you, um, I know Lisa and Carrie mock me for um, I'm a book sniffer. I can't really do the Internet reading because (laughs) I like the smell of books. And I have a book everywhere I go. If I have to stand in line somewhere, I pull it out of my purse. If I'm in the doctor's office, I, I have to have a book ready to read. So I just love it when we have an opportunity to talk with authors because that is just um, just such a neat treat to get into your head and go, how do you come up with these great stories? And we help to feed your little habit there to give you more books to sniff. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. 
You have said in inter- interviews before that you didn't set out to be a writer, yet here you are 25 years later with over 70 books published. How did that happen? My husband was a youth pastor, and we were working with these junior high girls on a particular camping trip, and this is over 25 years ago, which just seems crazy now. And these girls had brought with them on the camping trip a stack of books they checked out from the public library. I crawled in the tent with these girls and said, what are you, you know, come on, there's sun and sand and surf and boys, we're at the beach, you should be out there (laughs) being a 13-year-old. And uh, they said, we just want to read. So I read with them for the rest of the afternoon, and then I confiscated all their books because... (gasps) Oh, they were so evocative and way, way, way beyond what I thought a 13-year-old should be putting in her young heart. So then they challenged me and said, if you don't want us reading these books, give us something else to read. And you know, 25 years ago, I went to the Christian bookstore as soon as we got back from the camping trip, and I bought everything I could find, which was maybe five books. And those girls read them in a day and said, give us some more, and there were none. So they said, how about if we tell you what to write, and you write about teenagers, and how hard could that be? (laughs) It was really, really hard, but it took two years, and the first Christy Miller book was done, and those girls helped make it so, and from there, it just kept on going. Well, that's so exciting. That's what we've been talking about all day. I know earlier... Uh, Monica with Moms for Family TV, that's exactly what we're, you know, we're having to do is go, okay, there's a huge hole here, and how can we make it wholesome? How can we make a difference and make a mark? Um, I know right now with with my teenage daughter, I'm cringing at just the whole vampire thing that's out there. If you walk into the library bookstore, it's just this pandemic that's going on, and I love thriller stories as well, but I'm with you. I would be confiscating every book, and yet um, it's really hard because they're all they're all talking about it with the Twilight series, and um, which which is fine. I, I read through the books, and you know they're watching the movies, but it it wouldn't be the top of your list if you if you were to choose what they what you wanted to put in their head. Right, and it's so funny because these girls have written to me and said that uh, they found the Christy Miller books, and they go, it's like, Christy is like Bella, and that she moves, and she's trying to make new friends, and she meets this guy, Todd, and and that's like, you know, the Edward and the and Rick is like the Jacob. I mean, it's like the same sort of story has been told Anne of Green Gables. Well, and she moves, and she meets Gilbert, and what's going to happen with them? And it's like that same format that needs to feed that young heart with some hope and, and courage to become their full self. But it's just what you've been talking about all day. Like, how do we redeem that, and how do we bring that story to a place where it will actually produce in our children those things that we want them to hold on to and and to to draw from as the years go on and so the the Christy Miller series continues to sell even though it was started so many years ago we've updated the books and but the the readers are finding that it's that same connection they have with the characters they just want to find out what happens next I love that and I really want to encourage our our listeners you can um, go to either robingun.com or you can go to Girlfriend It and Robin is on there. You can just click on there to find out and get these books in your daughter's hands as well as you have the books for women. 
um, because we really do want to fill their head with something that can be um, better than than werewolves and vampires <laughs> yes. every day. Um, I also have to ask you, you do some connection parties on, on Facebook. Tell us a little yes. bit more about that. That has been so fun. I have an assistant who's in her 20s, and she said, you have readers from all over the world, and they write you mail all the time, but if they could just connect with you for a couple hours on Facebook and you could answer questions in the moment, how fun would that be? Let's figure it out. So we have set it up on the notes page of my um, – I, I have a public figure page on on Facebook, so it's Robin Jones Gunn as a public figure. And um, on the notes page, it has it's, – it's kind of so simple it's hard to explain, but basically I just set a time, and in my newsletter I say, I'm going to be here from this time to this time. And I started off with a little paragraph telling them about my newest book, and then they just start posting comments, and I'm right there to answer them. And the last time we did this, I think we had over a thousand comments in the in the two hours that we were going, and there were women connecting with each other. There were teenagers finding friends. Well, I don't have any Christians at my school. Can I write to you, and we can encourage each other? And it just became this community. So. If you go to um, Facebook and just go to Robin Jones Gun, the public figure page, and click like, then you can just go to the notes page and see where uh, those parties have been. And we have one coming up. We'll do our third annual Christmas tea party. Everyone gathers from around the world with their tea. I get on there and say, oh, I'm having a cup of English breakfast tea. And someone will post, I'm in the Philippines and I'm having iced tea because it's very hot here today. <laughs> It's just it's just great. I love it. That is that is such a great thing to do because that's what it's about. It's all about that community and coming together. And it's really neat when you can do it in the comfort of your own home and you don't even have to put mascara on. So <laughs> even better. <laughs> and you know, I forgot to ask you. We talked about the Christy Miller series, how that kind of started out in the in the tent with your daughter. But how did the sister chicks? Where did that series <laughs> make your head? Well, as I kept getting older, I was writing about characters who were older. So by the time I was in my 40s, I was thinking I'd really love to write about women who are in midlife and their children are growing and their life has changed and they sort of look around and say, well, wait, who who am I now? I I don't even know who I am anymore. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to be about. How how am I changing? And I wanted to write these sister chick books to show women that you're there's so much more life. There's so much more you can just dive into and how beautiful that is when you kind of hit restart with a friend who knows you by heart and gives you that encouragement along the way. And then because I love to travel, I thought it would be fun to have these books be in different locations around the world. So started with the first book, and I actually had a title for it that was Fat Chicks 
in a Finnish sauna. <laughs> and, uh, you know, every woman thinks she's fat. I just thought that would go over, but the publisher said, I don't, I don't know if we want to say that. Come up with a different name. And my best friend Donna and I were sitting in the sun like a week later. We're sitting in lawn chairs, and we were comparing our underarm flab. Like, mine's worse than yours. Look at this. <laughs> no, look at my varicose veins. And just like you do when you're halfway through this journey of, you know, trying to figure out. And anyway, uh, my friend said to me, um, what are we? We're like sisters. And I said, yeah, but we still got it going on. We're kind of chicks, aren't we? We're like sister chicks. And she said, oh, stop, write it down. You're going to want that. You're going to want that word. That's perfect. That describes this friendship at this time of life. So I went back to the publisher and said, how about sister chick books? Yes, that's what we want. So there are eight books, and each of them are standalone. And the first two, um, Finland is the first one because my best friend Donna and I had gone to Finland and had these adventures there, so I wrote about that. And the second one is Sister Chicks Do the Hula because they go to Hawaii, which I love and go every chance I can. And then the publisher said, well, we'd really like to have Sister Chicks Down Under and Sister Chicks in Gondolas. And my husband was at that meeting, and he said, well, you know, you should send her to these places if you wanted to write accurate books, because she's been to the first two. And they said, okay. Oh, wow. I know. It was a dream come true. And this all happened about seven years ago. They said, we'll give you a travel budget, and over the next four or five years, we want you to travel to these places and come back and write a story about it. And I mean, Patty, I just had this opportunity to go around the world, and the books are just so fun because it pulls all that local culture and sister chicks forever, really. <laughs> okay, all the writers that are listening are going, okay, who is her publisher? <laughs> These are with Multnomah Publishers, and they that was a really golden time in their, their publishing Status that you know publishing has changed so much in the last four or five years, but this was just a time when they went, okay, we can do this. We can give you a budget to go do this. Yeah, that is amazing because you know now with all everybody self publishing, uh, they probably don't have that that same freedom. I know we Lisa and yeah. I are putting a book through Tyndale, and um, you know rarely do you even do they even fly you to their place in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is amazing. Well, Robin, it has been such a treat, like I said, to have you on the show today and just to to be able to get into your head a little bit. It wasn't even that scary once you uh, once we got in there. It was actually well, good. <laughs> <laughs> and just to hear um, um, just how a writer thinks and what what starts them on their journey and just their passion. And just want to encourage everybody, especially not only for the sister chicks for us to read, but to get in there into the Christy Miller series for your kids. Mm-hmm. And do you have, just in, in 15 seconds, a great tip for our listeners today? Well, I was going to encourage them to visit my website. There's a guest book there I'd love for them to sign. And I also have started an online shop at robingun.com. Just keep trusting God. <laughs> He's in control. He really is. Thank you, Robin, and have a great day. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show designed.